Well, this podcast is going live on September the 12th, 2022. And 10 years ago, this was the start of my last week in semi-corporate life before I left to set up my own business. That was exciting. It was very scary. It's still exciting. It's still scary. And I'm going to share with you on this episode the seven key things that I've learned in those 10 years, which I think will be of value to you, whatever stage you're at of your career, whether you're thinking about running your own business, you are running your own business, or you're working in somebody else's business. They're all going to be valuable lessons. So stay tuned. Hey everybody, welcome. This is episode 233 of the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. Now, I'd just like to say we've had some great feedback on the episode we had last week with Kay Reeves. Kay was talking about confidence. And you know, confidence is a big thing in business, isn't it? You know, I'm actually doing this podcast when I first started. It took me ages to build up the confidence to actually get on and do it. So, If you listened to that episode last week, episode 232, the question is, what have you done since? Have you put yourself forward to start doing presentations? Have you pressed that button on that first video? Well, if you haven't, get on and do it. Because as Kay said, if you don't start at some point, you never get going. And then just get going and do it more and do it more, do it more, and you get better and better and better. And that's a quite a neat lead in to this episode itself. Because here we are, it's coming up. When this goes out on September the 12th, it will be the start of the run-in to 10 years ago when it was my final week working in the regional newspaper business here in the UK. And when I left on the Friday, that middle Friday in September, it was the completion of exactly 29 years. And I worked for a company that was called Northcliffe Media, and it was part of the Daily Mail group. And um, I just, I got a degree, a sports degree, human movement studies, it was called, at an obscure place called Nonington College that no one has ever heard of, except a remarkable coincidence that after I got to know Kay and uh, she then, you know, came on the podcast. And when I was doing some research, I discovered she'd been there as well, which was unbelievable because it, was, it wasn't there very long. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a very small place, and we we kind of think we may have crossed over at some point, but we can't really remember. It's a long time ago. Anyway, so 29 years. Started selling advertising all those years ago. That was, tw- well, 39 years ago now, as it was. I remember, you know, going out there and selling advertising, and I never thought about going into sales, I have to say. I just wanted to get a job on the local newspaper, which was the Lincolnshire Echo. And in those days, local newspapers were the be-all and end-all. You know, everybody bought the local paper every night of the week. And it was quite a big thing to get a job on the local paper. Anyway, I blagged my way into this job on the advertising sales department. And I, I had no idea. I didn't know what advertising was. I had no experience of sales. All I wanted to do was thinking, if I got into the paper... Then I could sneak my way into the sports department because, you know, in those days, local newspapers had a big sports department. Lincoln City were the team, for those of you who know anything about football in the UK. And I was thinking, yeah, I'll just sneak my way in. And then very soon, after even the first two or three weeks, I realised that I was having such a good time. And, I, you know, I, once I got through my initial sort of induction training, which was a bit of a bore, really, but anyway, there was any me on it. Um, anyway, once I, once I was let loose, I realised what a great thing. And, of course, in those days, there was no communication the way we have now. No mobile phones, no email, no, nothing of that nonsense. OK, now, some of you listening to this can't, probably can't remember an era when that was happening. But, but it meant we had to go out and see people. 
And, you know, when I reflect back on those first, you know, few months, the biggest thing I learned was how to build relationships with people. And you had to do it on their terms. So one, you know, my average day, I might be talking to a market trader and selling them a, you know, a very small ad in the paper for, you know, not a lot really. And I'm talking to them in their kind of language, if you like. And then my next call might be with the chief executive of our biggest advertiser who would be spending a huge amount of money with us. So, you know, it did vary and it was a great learning ground for business anyway. Anyway, there we go. And I, I, as I say, as I said, I think when I left after, you know, I was the regional MD by the time I left. And when I left, um, I said that, you know, my career was an utter failure because I, you know, I only joined because I wanted to get into the sports department. And 29 years later, I had totally failed to get into the sports department because, you know, the commercial side of things I really, really enjoyed. And I worked my way up through, you know, I became a sales manager at the age of 25. And, you know, and then, you know, sales director, commercial director, and eventually, uh, you know, managing director and all that sort of stuff. So great, great stuff. But there I was 10 years ago now, I was, you know, working my way through the last couple of days and about to launch my own business, which was called and still is Trevor Lee Media. And the reason it became known as Trevor Lee Media was because that was my Twitter name at the time. Now, I'm not currently on Twitter. I don't know. I, I kind of got a bit fed up with Twitter about three or four years ago. So, but I've still, it's still known as Trevor Lee Media. So what are those, what are those lessons that I've learned in those, in that time? Well, I've, I've I kind of, there's loads, but I've kind of narrowed it down to seven, Okay. And I'm hoping that they won't be the uh, the usual seven that you might expect from someone who's been you know in business for ten years. So let's have a crack at them. Right, number one. Well, number one is to do with this. Do with a podcast. Now, crikey, if you'd have told me ten years ago, I would after ten years be running a podcast which was up to episode two hundred and thirty three and a running podcast which was up to episode ninety seven. I would have said you're crazy because I didn't even know what a podcast was ten years ago. So, yeah, a big learning thing is that wherever you're going forward in the future, you are going to come across new things you don't know anything about, and you've got to learn, you know, you've got to adapt to them and use them and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, I think I have learned over the last four or five, four or five years or so how to be a reasonable podcast host. You'll be the judge of that, obviously. And not a bad re- not a bad podcast guest. In fact, one of the things I need to do more of is become more of a guest on more podcasts. So there we go. Right, that's number one then, is, is, is a podcast. Number two, what have I learned? I've learned how to write a business book. And uh, for those of you who haven't heard this, or I think I've offered it as a review, I think I still do. If you uh, write a review and you screenshot it and send it to me, I'll send you a first draft version. Well, not the first draft, it's the one with a few commas in the wrong place, that one, um, of my book, which was uh, 12 Business Lessons from Running an Ultramarathon. So that was only last year. So that took me nine years to do that. And I'm working on a second book now. And um, I'm hoping to get it finished sometime before the end of the year. It's all about presentation skills. Um, but if you, again, if you just said to me 10 years ago, hey, you know, after 10 years, you'll have written a book. You'll be almost have written a second book. I'll be going, will I? That would be very exciting to know. I'd be really excited 10 years ago to think I was going to do a podcast, something I never heard of. And I was going to have a, a book out published with my name on the front cover. <laughs> That would have been amazing. And of course, you know, in all of that, uh, you know, because it was a book about ultra running, I've also learned to do an ultra marathon. And again, you know, turn the clock back 10 years and say to the uh, however old I was 10 years ago, you're going to be running an ultra marathon in uh, what was nine years time then. I said, you're crazy. I'm not going to do that. Right. That That's uh, one and two. Right. Number three is I've learned to network. 
Now, when I was working in the kind of semi-corporate sector, you know, uh, we were very insular when, you, when I think back. You know, we were, a, uh, we were the biggest player in our market. We had lots and lots of customers at the time. Um, and if I went networking, I had no idea what I was doing and all that sort of stuff. And uh, so I've learned a lot about networking. And that includes when I first went networking after I left and started on my own, because people would say, oh, Trevor, you know, pleased to meet you. What do you do then? And this, this honestly, this is what I said, right? Oh, God, it makes me cringe now. But this is what I said. I said, I used to be <laughs> the managing director of Cornwall and Devon Media, and now I do lots of things. Honestly, that is what I said. Oh, goodness me, you know. And it took, and it took me about, I don't know, several months to work out what a load of tosh that was. You know, and I, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't meant to be egotistical, um, but I wasn't. I obviously wasn't sure what to say. And whether I thought, you know, by saying that, people would be knocking on my door and racing to me, oh, come and do stuff for us. <laughs> I don't know. What I have learned about networking over the years, though, is that I, I, there's three things I want to get if I go business networking. I clearly want to connect with people, but I also want to learn something while I'm there, which is why I kind of pick and choose where I go depending on who the speaker is. And I want time to think. Because I find that when I'm listening to somebody, listening to a good speaker, I'm thinking about my business and what they're talking about and how I can implement it. And I always get something from that. I've also learned that, you know, you have to be proactive when you go networking. In other words, you, you know, it's no good just turning up and hoping everybody speaks to you. You have to identify people you want to speak to. I've got a little trick, a great little trick, by the way, if, you, if it's not uh, named seated and there's a particular person you know is going and they're there, you've seen them and you want to talk to them, then get your timing right, okay? This is how to do it. So what you do is when you think it's about time when someone's going to say, oh, well, everybody come in and sit down around, we'll have a bit of breakfast or whatever sort of event you're going to, that is the moment. A minute before then is when you've got to be latched onto them and talking to them. And then you'll be talking to them for a minute and someone will say, right, can we all sit down, please? And you say, you simply say, oh, is it, is it okay if we carry on the conversation over, over breakfast? And they say, yeah, absolutely, Trevor. And then you go down and sit next to them. I tell you what, it works every time. Try it. It's a great tip. I learnt, I kind of self-learned that one. <laughs> but the other thing about networking is you've got to be a bit careful. You know, what I realised was in the early days that I was going to the kind of same networking, uh, seeing the same people, having the same conversations and listening to the same, sometimes, frankly, uninspiring speakers. And it was great. OK, I met lots of people. But there comes a point when you kind of run out of, you need new people to meet. New ideas, you know, new new energy. So don't end, you know, my advice is don't end up going to the same thing all the time when you go networking. Right, number four. Now, you might say, well, you, you were doing this already, Trevor. That's, you know, that's what you, you work with people on now. But I have learned a lot about myself as a speaker. Now, you know, I spent 29 years, you know, a large part of that doing presentations and doing public speaking and, you know, comparing events and all that sort of stuff. But in the last 10 years, I think I've got better. Okay, I'm, I'm not trying to big myself up here, but I think I've got better. And I also, the thing I have learned is that you can continually get better at public speaking. And, you know, that's one of the things I do, of course. So if you listen to this and you think, oh, I need to get better at public speaking, then, you know, go onto the website, trevorleemedia.co.uk. Click on that button that says, have a 15, 20-minute free Zoom call with me and we'll talk about, you know, what I can do for you as a public speaker, presenter, sales pitcher, whatever it is. But the thing is, I think, you know, I've learned to learn about myself when I'm doing this. And therefore, I can pass on that knowledge to people I work with. And, you know, one of the things I've learned is that, you know, you can always keep improving. Now, I've done, I don't know, hundreds probably of presentations and all that sort of stuff over the time. 
But every single time I do one, I still put the preparation in. I still put the practice in. I never, ever get complacent about it and think, oh, I can do this. I can just rock up, you know, and be easy. Because that's the time I'll fall on my face and then I'll, you know, lose a bit of confidence and everything that goes with it. So, you know, you've got to keep learning, you know, on that basis, on that speaking basis as well. So that's number four. Now, number five, and this is an important one, particularly if you're in business yourself or you're, in fact, moving careers or whatever it is. But, you know, the, the, the learning to pivot is important. And I've learned that as well. Because when I first set out on my own, um, I was, you know, in the commercial side of newspapers. And that meant a lot of things to do with advertising. And the obvious thing to do initially was to help people with their advertising, you know, their local advertising, because it was still a big thing, you know, 10 years ago. Um, and that's what I did. And that's where a lot of my first clients came from. And, you know, the, you know, advertising, marketing, all that sort of stuff. And I was working with them a day, a month, you know, that whatever it was, whatever it was. And it was great because, you know, it meant that um, I had clients and it gave me the confidence to continue on running the business. And, you know, we had a kind of retained package. And for some of those clients, I, you know, I was with them four or five years and I really enjoyed it. But then it got to the point where I thought, hang on a minute, you know, I want to make this business different. You know, I'm, I'm, I want to go more into the revenue generation and the presenting and pitching side. I don't want to be faffing around drawing up advertising for people anymore. So I remember, I think it was about, well, it must have been four, well, if I worked for them for four or five years, it was probably four or five years ago when I remember at the end of one calendar year, uh, I went to see three of those clients who I was doing, or maybe four, I can't remember now. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm serving my notice on you, you know, at the end of this year, uh, I'm going to stop offering this service. Okay, and this is the reason why. So it was a kind of a cathartic moment, if you like, just letting go and moving on. And then, of course, when COVID came along, I learned how to use Zoom. And that was a second major pivot of my business. Because up until then, I'd been pretty much delivering all the work I do, the coaching, the training in person, which, you know, where I am based in Cornwall in the UK, you know, the geographical restrictions, okay, you can hop on planes and all that sort of stuff, but it makes it very expensive then for the client. And during COVID, I learned how to use Zoom. And I learned that you could easily deliver, you know, training sessions on Zoom. And now, when I deliver training sessions, and I deliver to them people all over the place, um, and usually we've got rid of that training day. You know, the one where you bring somebody in and it's all brilliant for the day and everybody thinks, wow, yeah, fantastic. And then a week later, you know, they've forgotten everything and it's gone back to normal. And you think, why did we do that? Why, what happened there? So my training now is based on short, sharp sessions, 90 minutes over a three, four, six week period. So that it means I'm, I, get, I get closer to the team I'm working with. I get to know them. You know, we, we do, it's fast paced, it's energized, it's interactive, it works really well. <laughs> okay, oh, I would say that, wouldn't I? But the clients say that as well. Um, and it means that, you know, a week later, I can come back and say, okay, so what we learned last week, what have you done with that? And then we come back a week later, what have you learned? And all that sort of stuff. So it's, for me, it's definitely the way to go. Now, there still will be some in-person stuff, I am sure, you know, and that will probably be around events and whatever you, but the core training, I think, it's much more efficient. I think the value is far, far greater. If you hire me, I think you get much better value now than you would have done if you'd have brought me in three years ago for a day. You know, that's just how it is. So that was number five. Number six, listening. Okay. <laughs> I have learned to be a better listener. I'm sure of that. I still got a long way to go, but I have learned to be a better listener in the last 10 years. 
And I think one of the reasons I've become a better listener is because I've become better at asking bigger questions. And this again, this is something I build into my you know program, especially when I'm doing sales training. I say to people, right, ask the big questions. What I mean by a big question is a question that gives you lots of information. And then the step is to clarify what you've heard as well. And that's a really big message I put out with the people I work with. And largely that's because of what I've learned myself. It's about asking the big questions, clarifying the answers to them. Right, so that's number six. So let's have a quick review. So what have I learned? I've learned to do a podcast. I've written a book. That was number two. Learn to network better. Learn to public speak better. Learn to pivot the business and learn to listen. And number seven is a wrap up of all of those things. And that really is, it doesn't matter how long you've been in business or basically how old you are, you know, because <laughs> I'm getting on a bit now. No, you know, not, not, not that much. I can't believe how old. No, no, we're going to go into that. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is number seven is keep learning. Okay, if you want to go forward, keep learning. If you want to stop or go backwards, then stop learning. Okay, think, you know, sit there and think, ah, yeah, yeah, I've been in business. I've done this, Trevor. I don't need to learn anything. You know, I know, you know, I'm not saying I know it all, but, you know, I've been there, done that. And when I work with some organizations, there's always one or two people on the programs and you think, oh, they're going to be the, I don't need to learn any of this. Why am I on this? Why am I on this program? And it's quite a challenge to work with some of those people some of the time. But when you do get them to see the light, the, you know, it can be quite transformational. And one of the things I find when I'm working with people on presentations, and I think Kay and I touched on it last week in the Confidence podcast, where we talked about those people who are kind of overconfident. The ones who say, well, I've been presenting for Trevor. I've been presenting Trevor. I've been presenting Trevor for 20 years. I know how to do this. And of course, they're the ones who aren't that usually that good at presenting because they weren't very good when they started 20 years ago. And all they've done is built up experience. They haven't got any better. And that's the key thing. So we can all keep learning. That's presumably why you're listening to this podcast, because you want to keep on learning. And it's such a great thing. And it will stand you out and it will progress your career. And it will, if you're running your own business, make your business better. Okay, it really is important that we keep on learning. So what am I planning to learn in the next 10 years? Well, I've got a little list here. I need to learn how to make get this podcast to a wider audience. Okay, because it's grown really well, but I think, you know, I'd like to think we've got something better to offer even again. You know, and there's been some great guests on it and there's some great guests coming up. So I need to do that. Number two is I need to get better at video. Okay, I've got a YouTube channel. I need to sort it out, basically. <laughs> and I need to either learn how to or get someone in to do a bit of video editing and all that stuff. Now, I'm very happy about shooting videos. But I, I haven't, I'm not really good at, I don't understand how to put subtitles on or things like that. So I need to learn all that. So that's a big challenge for me to learn more about video and all that sort of stuff. I need to learn more about how to position my niche and uh, or niche, as some of you will say. And I know, you know, it's hard sometimes. I think, you know, it, one of the best ways is to practice delivering it as an elevator pitch. That's what I say to people. So maybe I should do that myself. But, you know, any ideas out there, anybody? Help me position in my niche, niche, whatever you want to call it. Great. And I'll tell you what, the way I'm seeing it is the way I'm seeing it is that I've got, on the one hand, I've got the presentation skills, coaching experience, training opportunities for you. And on the other side, I've got the sales. And what I'm doing is I'm bringing them together, which is why this present this podcast is called Better Presentations, More Sales. So I think if you can combine presentation skills with core sales skills, 
you are onto a winner. And that is where I am trying to position myself in that marketplace, if you like, in that sector, in that niche. So that's I've got to work hard on doing that. I might need to learn how to use Instagram. <laughs> uh, you know, I, did, I, I think I've got an Instagram account somewhere, but I'm not on it. And, and Kay's been uh, sharing some stuff with me about, you know, people who are using Instagram really well, including herself. And uh, I need to, so I probably need to get better at that. And I think, you know, overall, you know, there will be things I don't even know about yet, but I know I'm going to need to learn about in the next 10 years. Right. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you've enjoyed that. Thank you for listening. It's, it's great, you know, 233 episodes. I sometimes find that hard to believe, you know, when I think back to when I started this podcast as well. So, um, Coming up soon, I've got Lisa Laporte, I've got Todd Capone, I've got Michelle Nedelec. They're all guests lined up for the next few weeks, so they're going to provide some great insights for you to help you do better presentations and create more sales. That's what it's all about. So thanks for listening. See you next time.